Welcome to Rise Up in Business, the law podcast for small business owners. This podcast is designed to share important legal information without the stuffy legal jargon. I'm Tracy Mylacrane. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, everyone, and I'm so excited to say welcome back to the Rise Up in Business podcast. The reason I'm excited is because this is the first episode in season seven. We've been on a little break and I'm so excited to share with you all of the gold that I have planned for this next season. In today's episode of the podcast, I want to talk to you about something that I've wanted to talk about on here for a long time and now it is the right time and that is why I genuinely hate calling myself a lawyer. I don't use the word hate lightly. It is perfectly fitting here though. So often when I meet people, whether it's in business or just personally, one of the first questions I get asked, we all get asked, is, oh, what do you do? And I hear it when I say, oh, I'm a lawyer or I'm a business lawyer, and people's faces just go blank, and I get it. I don't like saying it. I hate saying it. But if I say to you now, what do you think of when you hear the word lawyer? Honestly, what do you think? I'm asking. I did a poll on Instagram on this very point a little while ago, and some of the responses were things like conceited, full of their own self-importance, hard to understand, completely inaccessible, impossible to relate to, dull and boring. And oh, I get it. Every single one of those comments that I just read to you, I totally get it because I've had that experience with lawyers too. So I've been practicing law now for just on 20 years. And yes, I know how old that makes me sound, but I have. And I understand why it is that business owners or non-lawyers can think all of those things, probably some other very colorful things that I won't share on here as well. The truth is I very rarely socialize with lawyers. And that's because in my experience, more often than not, when I do, the topic of conversation is cases that they're working on confidentiality protected, of course, there's no suggestion that that's breached, but it's the cases that they're working on. And to be perfectly honest, when I'm switched off, I'm switched off and I don't want to talk about the law. I don't want to talk about litigation. I don't want to talk about clients' matters. I'm not interested. I have no desire whatsoever to be spending time outside of work talking about work. I find that personally dull and boring. What I would really love to do is rewrite the word. I don't know what the word is. I want another word. I prefer not to use lawyer at all. So when I'm asked now, what do I do? My response usually is something along the lines of, oh, I've got the best job ever. I work with clients to deliver confidence. And then that's a conversation starter in itself. And then I can explain to people what I do. But honestly, I really need a new word that I can use instead of lawyer. When I started my career, All those years ago, I wanted to change the world and back then I was very naive and I genuinely wanted to change the world one client at a time. So I started practising in criminal law. Didn't take very long to realise that was not the way to make measurable impact or the impact that I wanted to make and short version is I landed a position in a very busy commercial litigation practice and I was Well, to say I was thrown in the deep end would be an understatement because I really was thrown into a situation where it was either sink or swim. Sometimes I honestly felt like I was sinking, but 
Above all, I think I swam and I'm still here to tell the tale, so I suppose I did, but I learnt a lot. And in that time, I came to learn that if I wanted to be successful as a lawyer, I needed to make sure I committed my entire existence to work, that I had nothing outside of my work, that I worked at least 12 hours a day, stress was worn as a badge of honour, burnout was something that was talked about regularly, you know, throw it in just like would you like a cup of coffee? It was really common and it was really accepted. So I accepted all of that and I strived for success and I did all of those things. I was single. I had no life. I devoted myself to my work. I was very stressed. I became very overweight. I had nothing outside of work. And so therefore I assumed that uh, I was successful. And by all accounts and by those measures, I was. My goal at the time was to be partner by 30. And I hit that. I achieved that goal. Then I realised, what now? What what do you do now? And I tell you honestly, I started to get bored. The short version of this is I then met my current husband. We started talking about children and I honestly didn't think I was going to be able to have children because it was a very tough road to fall pregnant with my son, my first of now two children. And in hindsight and reflection, I realised that what the doctors were telling me was right and it was stress-related. So... For whatever reason, we were blessed and we have two children. But after my little boy was born, it wasn't even three weeks, I phoned my business partner and said, that's it, I'm never coming back ever. And I declared at that moment that I was never to return to the practice of law because I had realised that what we were led to believe was successful really was not what I wanted in my life. And for me, that actually didn't constitute success anymore like it once had But it took stepping back and having a child, fairly life-altering and significant, to actually shift my perspective and open my eyes to another way of living and another way of viewing success. Amazing what the birth of a child can do to one's perspective. What crystallised for me at this time was that my values were no longer in sync with what the traditional law firms and lawyers viewed as successful. For me, this wasn't it anymore. It was really feel like I was losing my way in a way when I look back and reflect and I feel blessed and fortunate that the universe guided me and my course was redirected to allow me to explore the path that I'm now on. I did step out of the law for five years. I taught law at ANU for five years whilst raising my little people. But as you know, if you've been listening to me for a while, When my daughter, my youngest, was about to start school full-time, that was the time for me. That was the fork in the road where I considered what it might look like to start my own business, to practice law in a way that was consistent to me as a person and in a way that could better serve my clients. So you see, when I was practicing back in the litigation practice, all day, every day, basically, I was involved in matters where people were in dispute. And some of it was heartbreaking and heart-wrenching and all of the things. The destruction I saw firsthand was life-changing for so many. So in my moments of reflection whilst raising little people and teaching law at ANU and being surrounded by people who also valued time out of legal practice, I'd come to realise that there was a better way of practising law and that perhaps I could do it. Perhaps I could practise in what I thought was a better way. 
So I did. In 2019, I decided to launch a business that would lend itself to supporting me as a person and supporting clients to meet their needs rather than utilising clients to meet my needs, which is what my experience in traditional law practice was. But the thing is, going back to why it is I hate calling myself a lawyer, when I launched the business, I was met with such negativity and such resistance from the legal profession and colleagues and former friends because I was doing something really different. And three and a half years ago, what I was doing really was very different. So I wanted to do away with time costing and billing clients in six-minute blocks. And I wanted to teach clients the power of stellar contracts in their business and how they could seriously up-level their business in that way. And I wanted to educate and empower clients to set themselves up so that they wouldn't need to call a lawyer like me later when things went wrong. But for whatever reason, that wasn't met well by the profession and many members of the profession. And I was told that the business model wasn't sustainable, that it was foolish, that it was short-sighted. And people would scratch their heads and say, I just don't see how it can work. In fact, to this very day, I still get the comment from some more traditional practitioners, oh, I just don't understand how it works. Frankly, you don't have to understand. It's not your business. Don't care if you understand or not. So my point of difference is that I've stepped away from all of that hype and all of those expectations. And I run a business now built on an empower ethos. I translate the lingo for humans. We speak human. We provide fixed fee quotes. We are virtual. So I've got clients all across the country. You don't need to make an appointment and travel and drive and pay parking and come and sit in front of me in some fancy office with all of my fancy bits and pieces so that you can admire my certificates and awards stuck up on the wall. You don't need to do that. And I take the time now to listen to my clients so I understand where they're at in their business journey. I can provide the advice that's 100% tailored to each and every client that I come into contact with so that I can educate and empower my clients. So but by the time we're finished working together on that initial project, my clients leave that process feeling confident and feeling supported, protected and empowered. Now, I don't know about you, but as far as I'm concerned, there is nothing dull or dry or boring or stuffy about that approach. But that's not the norm. It's not received well within the profession and it's very different. But it's me. It's consistent with me. It's consistent with the person I am and the values I have. And it lights me up every single day. If you would like to know from someone other than me what it's actually like working with me, you can jump over and take a listen to episode 83 of the podcast, where one of my longtime clients, Alison Brown, shares with you on that episode with me what it's actually like working with me. Ali and I have worked together for quite a while and she doesn't hold back. So please jump over and take a listen. Don't take it from me. Hear it from Ali herself, what it's actually like working with me. To wrap up, I would love to share with you something that's very new in my business and, again, very different to the traditional practice of law. I have recently launched in my business, as in a week ago, the Legally Empowered Entrepreneur Masterclass Series. 
You can find all the info on this in the Learn With Us section of the services page on my website. What I've done here is I've taken notice of what I've asked the most in my business and I've reflected on that with the last three years worth of data and I've narrowed that down to five key areas. So in those five key areas, I have recorded some short masterclasses When I say short, I mean less than an hour. So some short masterclasses that you can purchase individually or there are some packages for a very low price point of $47 plus GST. And you can then listen to what I've got to say about those topics in your own time. To book in for a strategy session with me, we can go through that information and I can spend that one-on-one time with you. Absolutely. Always delighted to do that. But this is a more cost-effective way to access the information that I talk to clients about all the time. The topics that I'm covering in these masterclasses are service-based business guide to business legals, the guide to business legals for e-commerce, business structure, everything you need to know, what you need to know, outsourcing and growing your team, and then trademarks, what you need to know before you apply. I have packaged up that information and I've recorded these masterclasses for you to access at any time you like to make this information really accessible. And my dream with these is that more and more business owners will access this information so that they are empowered to know what it is they need to know. And then by all means, reach out and we can help support you through the process, whether it's drafting your contracts for your business, setting up your e-commerce business, helping you with your trademark or helping you with your contractor or employee agreements, whatever it might be. These masterclasses are designed to be the accessible starting point for so many business owners that otherwise might just hold off reaching out to book in a call. Now it's there for you in your own time. I'm so proud of it. As you can tell, I talk about it all the time. It's been in the pipeline, honestly, for about 12 months. It's something I've wanted to do, but with everything else going on in life and in business, we get busy. It took a while. Anyway, it's there. I love it. I'm so excited by it. And I would love your feedback. I would love for you to dive over and take a look. Click down into the show notes. The link will be there. Let me know what you think. Let me know if you've got questions. That's it for me today. That's it for our first episode in season seven of the podcast. Thank you for joining me. Please don't ever hesitate to reach out if you've got questions, if you're interested in anything that I'm talking about on the podcast. I would love to explore that more with you. Thanks so much for joining me. I'll catch you next time.